Hello world, welcome to Who Hurt You? My name is Julia Campbell and I'm going to be rocking this podcast solo for a few episodes. My roommate is in the army and is away this month, but when she comes home, I'm going to force her to share her stories with you too. Shout out to Steph, she doesn't even know I'm doing this. Wow, she's going to laugh, cry, yell at me when she comes home, but that's okay. Love you, Steph. Miss you so much. So this is my first podcast, and I can't wait to let all of you in on my dirty laundry. I have stories that the world needs to hear. Some of my friends have told me to either write a book or sell them the rights to my life because you really just can't make this shit up. Whenever my friends or I are dating a guy and they do something really stupid or screw up in some way, or they just try to hurt you, we ask ourselves, because we clearly can't ask them, who hurt you? Who in your past has messed you up that badly that you're willing to make such a reckless decision? I'm going to come to you all with this one first because I am triggered. I will admit, I'm a little tipsy on a school night. I'm going to get in a fight with my alarm clock tomorrow morning, and let's be honest, the clock's going to win because I'm weak, but that's okay. I will let you all know that I do live in the city of Philadelphia. I've come to absolutely fall in love with it. Yeah, we're aggressive. Yeah, we speak our minds. But hey, at least we know where we stand with people. But in this case, I do live in the city of brotherly love, but I don't have not seen any brothers that actually show the love. So let's go with our first candidate for this podcast of Who Hurt You? This guy is a typical Philadelphia man. He is coming off very nice, but also definitely into himself. He is older than me. I'll tell you now, I am 23, but I'm freaking mature for my age. Like, I have my shit together And this man was 28, so there's a little bit of a gap there, but it's really not that bad, especially in this world and age. Like, it's all about what you're looking for. So, okay, we'll get into it. I'm triggered because I, of course, run into him. Philly might sound like a big city, but it's really so small. It's actually ridiculous. So I have a work event tonight, and my company which I'm not going to name, um, has a box at the Phillies game. So we do this thing where in the middle of Center City, the whole place becomes a happy hour from 5 to 7. And it's a huge deal. Like Everyone from work will go. Everyone's in their suits and ties and what have you that they were in at work that day. And we all just get really messed up on a Wednesday night. It makes absolutely no sense. I don't know whose idea it was. I don't know why they didn't move it to Thirsty Thursday. Like, that might make more sense. But it's on a Wednesday, and we all go into work hungover as shit on Thursday. So naturally, we did sips, and then we went to the Phillies game. We're in the box, and we're hanging out. And then all of a sudden, I'm on my Snapchat, and I see this guy. We'll call him Blah Blah. And he posts a Snapchat, so I open it, and you know, drinking a little bit, he's at the Phillies game, of course. So naturally, I say to my friend, hey, like, do you dare me to respond to the Snapchat because he's here and we're at the game? And he goes, yes. Well, 
Well, it doesn't take much convincing for a drunk Julia to do something stupid. So what do I do? I respond to the Snapchat. I send him a video of me and my friend drinking our drinks and then flip the camera around and pan over to the part of the field where he is seated. Send it to him. He doesn't answer me for a little while. He answers me, him and his friend, with their middle fingers up, saying something along the lines of, see you later, ugly. Okay, cool, bro. Who hurt you? Like, where did that come from? Absolutely unnecessary. I thought I was being funny, but you know, I asked for it. Whatever. We'll move on. That's not even where the story comes into play. Story comes into play a couple weeks ago. So overall, Blah Blah and I went on four dates. Four. But let me tell you, he is a stage five crazy. Boys say that girls are crazy, but honestly, I think guys are 10 times worse. And they love it. They live for it. But let me tell you, I do not love it and I do not live for it. Yes, I am a crazy bitch half the time, but at least I own it. This guy did not own it. So when I met this guy, we did meet on a dating app, which I won't name, but he came off super sweet. He took me to dinner, and then later that night we played games. We went to this bowling alley that had pool tables and arcade games. Overall, great time. Such a sweet guy. He made sure I got in my Uber and that I got home safely, And then, you know what? He immediately said that he wanted to see me again. Red flag should have been that he's sending me texts with winky faces and just telling me he missed me about immediately after I left. But, you know, stupid girl. Oh my god, he's so into me. That's so cool. He's so nice. Nice guys don't exist. Stupid. Flag number one and number two right there. So a couple days later, we go on a second date. Two dates in one week. Wow, like that's impressive. Guys don't typically do that, especially in our day and age. So I go on this date and we get just get drinks. I really didn't have time because I was packing to go on a vacation. And so was he. We weren't going to see each other for about a week. So that's why we decided to set up a second date in the same week probably a mistake again he was super sweet such a nice guy does no wrong and so he needed to get some toiletries for his trip so we went to the store and when we got to the store it was closed even though the place said it should have been open another half hour they closed a half hour early We weren't the only people upset about it, but whatever. So I ordered my car to come pick me up from the store, and he waits there with me, and he plans a kiss on me. Totally fine. I was super happy that he did it before we both went on vacation. All good in the hood. Then I go on vacation. I come home. We're still good. We both were, he was in Cancun, I was in Miami, we talked, it was fine, no one's upset, we're good, we're gonna hang out again. So, we hang out a third time, we just, I let him come to my apartment, we just watched some Netflix, talked, you know, nothing serious, I didn't let him 
do anything that he wanted to do, but, you know, that's his issue, not mine. And so we were all good. But then it was Memorial Day weekend, and let me tell you, my Memorial Day weekends for the past three years have been pretty crazy, not gonna lie. It's turned into an annual tradition that my friend group goes down to Atlantic City for at least one night. But this year, we went down for the entire weekend. We got there Friday night, and we left Monday morning, and I barely slept. It was horrendous. I'm not in college anymore. I can't do it anymore. I'm old. I'm tired. My body hurts. But I did it. I survived. So you're probably wondering where this started to go wrong. He didn't have plans for Memorial Day weekend. He was at home. But I invited him to come. I asked if he would want to go down with all of us, and he said no. He was inviting people to his apartment on Saturday night to go out. Then he was going to go out with his boys. Okay, that's fine with me. You got your boys. I got my girls. We're, we're totally in the clear. I like to hang out with my friends. And when I'm dating someone, I want them to have friends because I want to be able to hang out with them and their friends. It's just something that's super important to me and my relationships because... Seeing someone around their friends, that's how you know who they really are. Well, one of my best friends from home goes to school up in Rhode Island. So her boyfriend is from that area. This year, we got a house for 14 people that had, first off, one bathroom. Like, let me know how 14 of us survived three nights in one bathroom. But there were only five girls, so that probably saved us. My friend that goes to college in Rhode Island's boyfriend came down and he brought a bunch of his bros that were all in his fraternity in college together. Mind you, they have all graduated and all had girlfriends. Let me repeat, they all had girlfriends, okay? It was a great weekend. It's so nice when all the guys have girlfriends that you're hanging out with because then no one hits on you. It's not creepy, it doesn't get weird, and you can all just be platonic friends, and there's nothing anyone can say about it. I love those weekends because I'm a total bro, like I bro out with the rest of them. I might not drink all the beers because I'm definitely a vodka water person, as crazy as you might think it is. It's good, try it, you'll love me for it. It keeps you hydrated, you won't be hungover the next day, just give it a try. But anyway, I'm a total bro. I love to shoot the shit, I can throw back the sass, the sarcasm, whatever you want to hit me with, bam, I got you, baby, I got you. So I meshed with the guys all weekend, and my best girlfriends were there too. Blah, blah, blah is texting me from home, and I'm answering him. He freaking calls me while I'm out at the club at about 1.30 a.m. asking where I am, and what I'm doing, and to come hang out with him because he's drunk. I answer the phone call while I'm in the club, which I did not have to do, and told him, like, I'm in Atlantic City, you knew this, and I miss you too, but I'll see you soon. And he's sending me all the sad faces and cry, cry, cry. Well, too bad for you, sir. I invited you to come down, you didn't want to come, which is fine, but... Hey, I did what I had to do. I've been talking to you, and I also answered your phone call while drunk. So, let me know how you're going to get mad at me. So, 
One night while we're down in AC, someone decided that they were going to bring erasable markers to the party. On Friday night, the markers got brought out right away and someone was doodling on someone else and it turned into a joke. And the guys told me I had to draw them tattoos one night this weekend. Let me just say I cannot draw for the life of me. But on Sunday night, it was our last night there, and the guys all went to the strip club. So they came home so much later than all of us girls and my friend's boyfriend. So they get home, and they're whacked. They're so drunk. It's so funny. And they come home, and they start opening more beers. And what do I do? I open a beer, too. So it's about 3.30 in the morning. They put a beer in front of me, and I have to drink it. And we start getting even more toasted at 3.30 a.m. 3.30 turns into 4, turns into 4.30, and we're all getting more and more drunk, and the markers come out again. So, of course, I'm going to draw a tattoo sleeve, and I thought this was freaking funny. I was drawing a Mr. Potato Head, a, a son with sunglasses on, the dog that you used to draw, like the four circles, and then the two humps and a little tail and the ears on it when you're in elementary school, like the Superman S. I had everything going for me. This sleeve was beautiful. And I really wish I got a picture, but I didn't because drunk me wasn't thinking. But you live and you learn next time I'll take a photo op. But it was freaking funny. It was hysterical. It was a good story. No harm, no foul. No one's flirting with anyone. We're simply drunk people all doodling on each other's arms. Let me specify arms, okay? Not on my boobs, not on my stomach, not anywhere except my freaking bicep that's hanging out anyways, as I'm in pajamas, in a t-shirt, and joggers, fully clothed. So when I come home on Monday, I'm talking to blah, 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 and he wants to hang out. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, we can hang out. But like, just so you know, I was up until about 5 a.m. last night. And the night before, I died at like 2 a.m., but the first night, I was up until 6 a.m., so I'm really tired, and honestly, I'm pretty sick, but if you still want to see me, sure, you can come over, like, I'll make time to see you. So he does, naturally, he wants to come over, okay, that's cool. He comes over, and we talk for about 20 minutes, I tell him the story about drawing on our arms, because I think it's funny, I'm cracking up telling him. And then he turns on the TV to watch Netflix, and I fall asleep. I told him I was sick, I told him I was tired, and putting on Netflix is not going to keep me entertained or awake. So I fell asleep. Well, apparently two hours go by, and I'm still sleeping. And two hours is dramatic. It was probably more like one hour. But anywho, who's counting, right? Not me. Uh, So after... About an hour, I guess he wakes me up and tells me that he's going to leave. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm sorry. Okay, like, I didn't know it was already 10 o'clock. I'm sorry, I'm tired, and I don't feel that great. And he just looks angry. So he walks to the door and gives me a side hug goodbye when he's been telling me that he misses me so much. And I say, okay, like, not even a kiss? What's wrong? And he's like, you just slept on me for two hours. And gives me a glare. And I said, okay, I'm sorry. I'm just sick and, like, tired. And I had a long weekend. And he was like, it's fine. You can text me. 
and leaves. Like, just straight up leaves the apartment. Like, okay, dude, I let you come over here when I was sick and tired and didn't want to see humans because I'm not even a human myself right now. But whatever, it's cool. We're fine. No big deal. So I text him and see what's really going on. I just threw out the, hey, like, what's going on? Why are you upset? I'm sorry. I'm just not feeling good. I've been really tired. I made time to see you because I missed you. He responds back to my text message with six messages. Six. He sent me six messages after storming out of my house. And here's what I'm thinking. We have not hooked up yet. So clearly he's pissed that I fell asleep and didn't hook up with him again. Well, why don't you be a man and say that to my face rather than acting like a nice guy and pretending like this is all my fault because I fell asleep and you were pissed about it. If you really liked me, you would be happy that I'm comfortable enough to fall asleep next to you and that I even wanted to spend any time with you when I'm sick. So let's get back to his six messages that he sends. The first one says, see me, question mark. Second one, you saw me for 20 minutes, lol. Third one, you're not going to turn this situation on me. I thought it was kind of rude, that's all. Four, invite me over to tell me how drunk you are all weekend and drew all over a bunch of frat guys, dot, dot, dot. Cool stuff. Five, but nah, you right, I was in the wrong. Six, no, nothing else to say now. He says, no, nothing else to say now. Immediately after spitfiring five other text messages at me as if I'm going to answer him in 0.25 seconds. Like, chill. Can I have two seconds to myself to get my thoughts together and actually respond in a clear and precise manner? Like, maybe you're the one that's not mature. So I send back and just say something like, I'm sorry, I was tired, I was sick, but like I made time for you and I didn't mean to be rude by falling asleep. I thought you'd just want to see me. He says, at first I was really interested and impressed because I thought you were way more mature at your age. I don't know, maybe you weren't at the level of someone who wants what I want. Because the partying all weekend with 12 dudes thing, I mean, come on. Nav, really, I'm sorry. You can do you for sure. Let's just take a second and digest that. Just a second. He is freaking out that I was hanging out with guys who have girlfriends. And at this point, we've gone on, we've been on four dates. Like him coming to my house was our fourth time hanging out. I owe you nothing, sir. We have been together for two weeks, maybe two and a half, if that. And you are yelling at me over text message, over being with my friends all weekend. Not once did I hook up with anyone. And I spoke to you all weekend. I answered your messages. I answered your calls. I FaceTimed you. And you were the one who did not respond to my text messages. So who's really being shady here? I don't think it's me. So I bring up to him that I invited him to come down and that I did talk to him. And his response is, you thought I wanted to drive to Atlantic City for one night on a Saturday to hang out with a bunch of 22-year-old frat boys while you all pass around your vape pens. Like, number one, 
I didn't get upset that you didn't want to come down because I understand like they're younger than you and you might not want to hang out and you don't know anyone so that's cool not a big deal whatever but then to be so judgmental and just freak out that passing around your vape pens like how judgmental can you be first off you can't tell me what to do and two who are you like who hurt you that badly that you're gonna be so rude to me I did not do anything wrong I fell asleep that's a pretty innocent thing to do the only thing I can think of is you're pissed that I didn't hook up with you so fine pretty much conversation over at that point I'm pissed off because no one can tell me what to do especially a guy who doesn't even know me so thank you next I'm really uninterested at this point Flash forward to about a week later, that weekend, he sends me a text Saturday morning, so I guess this bridge is burned. Really? That's what you're going to say? You already know I'm pissed off at you, and you're going to say, I guess this bridge is burned. First off, I'm volunteering, so I'm not going to respond right away. But when I do, I just simply explain to him that I'm not really a big fan of being yelled at over text and it makes me eerie of future times when this could happen because I do have guy friends and I do like to hang out with them. But usually I have girls around me as well or they have girlfriends. So that that's a red flag in my book. He responds back, K. Really? K? After I just told you I don't like getting yelled at, and you say, K, all right, whatever. I tell him that he could have just apologized and, like, maybe we could have moved on from things, but he said, K. And he answers, but really, it's not even relevant of my breath right now, so we're not going to talk about it. Eventually, I stopped answering him. Flash forward again, I go on a trip for work and he thinks like, oh, I can, I'm, I'm just going to be able to hit her up whenever I want to and she's going to hit me up when she gets back. Well, I don't. I don't talk to him at all because I simply just don't care. I don't want to be with someone like that. There are plenty of fish in the sea. Like he said, I'm too immature for him. Ha 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 ha. I think I'm one of the most mature 23-year-olds out there. Let's just say I graduated from Penn State a semester early. I started working immediately after I graduated. And I moved out of my house within a year of graduating. I have my shit together. I'm organized. I have a steady job at a great company. Okay, yes. Thank you, next. Well... I'm on my trip for work that then turned into an extended trip and vacation to visit friends. He texts me at 11.30 p.m. on a Saturday. He, in the past, keeps telling me that, no, none of this is a booty call. He doesn't just want to hook up with me. He really actually likes me. He wanted to get to know me. Dude, you're texting me at 11.30 p.m. on a Saturday? We all know what that means. It means you want to get down and dirty, and I told you no. So he sends me three text messages this night. First one just says, hey. The second one says, you should come hang out. The third one says, kind of thinking about you today, smiley face. Okay, first off, it's 11.30 p.m. You're not just kind of thinking about me, like, 
oh, I miss her. Like, you're kind of thinking about me. And you already know that I'm not kind of thinking about you. So why are you doing this? You just said that the bridge was burned. So just let the bridge keep burning. Why are you going to put the water on it? I don't understand. So I'm with another boy visiting, and I don't answer him until I get to the airport, which is the next day at like 1 p.m. And I respond and straight up call him out for his shit. I told him, you knew I wasn't here this week, but also this just sounds like a booty call text message. And he tries to play it off like it's not. That's my favorite part. Like, if I'm trying for a booty call, I at least admit that that's what I want. Like, I'm not going to play games with guys. If I don't want anything from you, you're going to know. If I do want something from you, you're going to know. Like, I'm just not going to waste your time. I'm not going to ghost you. I'm going to let you know how it is. And if you don't like it, you can leave. If you do like it, you can stay. This man is absolutely ridiculous. He responds and says, nah, I actually really wanted to see you. And I guess you're still bitter about everything. So I guess that's that. Like, no, you did not actually want to see me. You didn't want to talk to me. You didn't want to get to know me whatsoever. You just wanted to get in my pants. So don't tell me when you're texting me at 11.30 p.m. on a Saturday, any otherwise. Don't lie. Like, just be upfront. Like, tell me the truth. And so I responded and straight up told him, okay, I'm just not interested anymore after everything, and I'm not going to waste my time. And that was that. And then today, we see, I see his Snapchat of him being at the game. Like, really, I, I, I really need to just delete him from Snapchat. So that's going to happen pretty soon. But that is the first episode of Who Hurt You? Like, who hurt this boy? He had to have some girl in his past. I don't know if it was his mom or a girlfriend or someone else. That just really got to him. That made him all kinds of crazy. At one point, he even told me that he couldn't be with me because he didn't know who... He would never know who I was hanging out with or what I was doing. Like, bruh, you need to know all that shit? Oh my gosh. Like, please find a chill. Please find a chill. So, more of the story. Blah, blah, blah is canceled. Thank you, next. We'll find a new one. There's plenty of guys out there. And to every girl out there, you will find a new guy. Please, if you're thinking of dumping him, just do it. Like, you're not helping yourself by staying with him. And you're definitely not helping him. But I really hope you enjoyed this. I'm super excited to keep going with these. I have so many stories. And I want you all to know Our next podcast is going to be about this guy I was dating and it's my birthday dinner and like he was my FWB and I'm at my birthday dinner and he gets seated at a table like right in front of my whole family. So I'll let you know how that one went when you tune in next time. I'm seriously so excited about this guys like I've wanted to tell these stories for so long and maybe I'll be able to help you out because Honestly, I need someone to help me out. This this bad juju needs to stop. But I already love you so much, and I can't wait to talk to you soon. Tune in again. Bye.